Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'eses Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 55, email address shalombayis777 at gmail.com. Um, we're going to touch upon a subject here that was mentioned a little bit in the feedback and insights when I was dressing the wives, um, and basically it's regarding intimacy, where you have many different shittas and based on many different backgrounds, where some... Paskin in a more narrow, stringent mode in limiting the way it's to be done, while others are a lot more open and um, allowing basically almost anything. And um, there's a Gemara, many Gemaras about this. One we quote is a Gemara Nidarim, where um, a, a, hus- a wife went over to Rebbe, uh, after and she said basically that um, her husband overturned the, the table, basically trying to say that he used various experimentation uh, with her when they were being physically intimate. And um, we already said there that Chas Shalom it wasn't shot that she, the husband forced her to do anything. It was consensual, otherwise it would be usher. So it's something she obviously agreed to but either was uncomfortable with it or just wanted to know afterwards from Rebbe, did we do the right thing by doing this? And Rebbe said the Torah allowed it. Now, basically what I'm trying to say over here is an important that we can't... Um, there's so many various opinions one way or the other. I have my own personal opinion. You may have other opinions. What I will say is as follows, that even according to those halachic authorities and according to basically what Rebbe said and how the Ramah something brings down a Shulchan Aruch, where almost anything and everything, as long as it's consensual, is permitted uh, to, to do between a husband and a wife, it has to be very um, responsible in the sense that the purpose behind all of this is the shalom bias, and that you're focusing only on your wife and nobody else. So in other words, these heterim work only if you have a committed marriage where the husband is a thousand percent invested that the only one that he is expressing his sexual interest towards and acting in a sexual way is only towards his wife and to nobody else, and he makes all the gedarim possible, and she too the same way, loyal and faithful to her husband, and the focus is only on each other. And when the focus is only on each other, and then the couple decides, and they ask somebody, or whatever it is, on being very liberal in the way they explore their sexual um, you know, um, outlets, then that's perfectly fine. And it even enhances very often the shalom bias outside the bedroom too. We'll talk lay at a different point what you have to be careful on. But basically, I want to um, say over a Yismach Moshe that's not well known, that I quoted over there when I addressed it in Feedback and Insights, because this Yismach Moshe is something they usually don't quote. So there's a famous Yisrael called Kaddish Atzmecha B'Mutterlach, that you should make yourself holy with something that's even permitted to you. So the Yismach Moshe says, Neskayim al Pishnei you could do this uh, for either one out of two ways. 
One, the first way, which is the most well-known way, is Shemem You despise anything that's extra or luxurious. This is the common uh, type of Kaddish Atzimcha B'mutalach that you taught in yeshivas, that are brought down in Musas Forum, that basically is, is that even kosher food, let's pick a case of food, you have kosher food, but you overindulge in it, it's mutter, because it's totally kosher, and let's say you wash down the tils, you die and you made a brechas amaytzi, and you bench brechas amazan afterwards, maybe even talk tire in the, in the meal, but you overindulged. So that's called mutter, it's technically mutter, you didn't do any avera, but you're not Kaddish Atzvah because you are uh, taking something that's mutter and you're not doing it in a Kedusha Dika way. So one aspect is Memayas B'mais Reis. You stay away from those extra things altogether. And then he says something interesting. He says, and this is not the well-quoted Yismach Maisha, and the truth is, I, I mentioned this, that uh, when someone first told this to me, I had a hard time believing that the Yismach Moshe said it. Um, and he said, it's a Beferish Yismach Moshe in Parshish Kedoshim. So, so that's one pshat of Kaddish Atzimah And the second pshat is, L'pamim Behepech. Sometimes it's in reverse. Kevur B'Sholchan Arach, like it's brought down in Sholchan Arach, bring down in Arachayim, Resh Mem. Shemazbiya Atzimah Mena Heter that he satisfies himself from what is permitted, so he should not come to doing something that's forbidden. And it all is according to based on the person, the way he is, on the level that he is at that moment. As long as his kavana is l'shamayim, and and that's a legitimate way also of being mekadesh yourself with something that's permitted by indulging in the permitted. Shaydei hamuta through indulging yourself in what is permitted, who mekadesh esatzmai, he is sanctifying himself. Shlo yavai lidei iser, so he should not come to an iser. The gamim oisel kavana zu, and even if you do it for that kavana, have avoid the l'shem baruchu baruch shmai. It's it's an avoid to Hashem. And he sanctifies himself this way. So put it basically very, very plainly. There is a concept that even if you take all these heterim, and the husband and wife wants to do that, they want to sexually experiment, enjoy that part of it very much, and they do that. And the husband's purpose by doing that is to indulge himself in that heter so he should not come to Isser. That's a legitimate form of Kaddish Atzmecha B'Mutalach. With one strong condition. What's the condition? In other words, even if there's a Shaloy L'Shma mixed in, let's face it, you want to do this because you want to enjoy yourself. Okay, you want to enjoy yourself with your wife. You love each other and you want to express it that way and um, enjoy it to the maximum, physically. Fine, there's a little Shaloy L'Shma there but it has to lead to lishma, which means like this, which means is, is that the only way this works and that you'll make, develop Kedusha from indulging like this is if you're deeply committed that you're dedicated only to this one person and nobody else, and you keep strong with that. That's number one. Number two, the key really to tell 
whether it was L'Shem Shemaim or not, and whether you're on the right track or not, if you decide to indulge in these things, is what happens afterwards and what happens before. What happens afterwards, an example would be, very simply, the next morning, do you treat your wife with the same derech and respect and gentleness like you did before you indulged in whatever you indulged in with her? Is the respect still there or even stronger? If it is, then you're on the right track. And if it isn't, and you start talking cheaply and you know your behavior deteriorates by this looser expressions, then you know you're not on the right track. You have to gauge yourself. Same thing, just as in another example, just plainly, on a Friday night, they both decide they want to also enjoy themselves with mutter as far as they can go, and they have a great time. But again, what happens the next day? Does it increase, does it motivate the husband to increase his Avaidus Hashem or decrease it? The next morning, does he get up on time, Shabbos morning, and makes a Seder a little bit before davening, and davens with Kishmak, and keeps the Siddharim, and, and conducts his Shabbos table with, with a special Ahava and Achva and warmth towards his wife and his children, and it motivates him to add Siddharim rather than decrease Siddharim, to add um, an Avaidus Hashem and Tzvila rather than decrease. That is really the key. That is the key to tell that if you're already relying on certain heterim or you want that freedom of expression and use certain heterim and pick the more lenient opinion, you ask or whatever you decide and you indulge in certain things um, between the two of you, the litmus test is what do you do before, what do you do afterwards and how committed are you to the marriage? Because if your Shmira Sainayim is intact and very strong and you're committed, and then it's wonderful. Then it's wonderful. But if it deteriorates, if your behavior deteriorates or you're straying away, gets you ideas to do other things with other people, then you know you're on the wrong track. You have to know yourself and not fool yourself. So all I'm saying over here is, and again, and I'm not... I st- again, I'm talking to many, many different people with different backgrounds. Some will be uh, appalled, even or put, put, um, you know, taken aback. Where I'm even mentioning that these heterium exist if they are on the background and the track that they are very, you know, limited in what they do. That's fine. Everyone's different. But I'm just saying, if you are of that where you feel you need that openness and you need that expression and you need to utilize these heterim in order to um, not, uh, you know, to get everything what's mutter and indulge in it so you shouldn't come to enjoy the isser and stay away from the isser, that's perfectly fine. But the key is, what do you do afterwards? Does your behavior towards your wife outside the bedroom improve as well? Does your respect for her improve as well? And does your avodas Hashem improve as well? And your commitment of not chalila intermingling with other women, does that get stronger or weaker after you indulge in certain things with your wife? These are questions you have to ask yourself. And if you indeed are better in all these areas, then kolakavod, that's a right track, and continue it because it will increase your shalom bias. But if, but it could be, but if you're not careful and you're not responsible, 
then the overindulgence could lead to further overindulgence in areas where it's not meant to be. So you need shikaladas and yishavadas. I'm putting that heter out there for you, but it has to be dealt with in a responsible way. Have a wonderful day.